You're listening to Trek FM. Riker to Captain Picard. Go ahead, number one. May I see you in the observation lounge, sir? I'll be right there. This seems to be some kind of meeting place. Some kind of meeting. Some 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 kind of meeting place. Could you want it? I don't think they're going to let us in, Artu. We'd better go. Maybe we better talk out here at the observation lounge to turn into a swamp. Artu, wait! Oh dear. Artu. Artu, I really don't think we should rush into this. This is the Observation Lounge for the week of February 23rd, 2013. You can taste the chest hair. I'm Greg Harvin. With me today, as always, is my lovely not-a-co-host, Drew Stewart. Welcome, Drew. Hey, guys. How's it going? Going well. And my beautiful news editor for the Observation Lounge, back after a week absence, is Catherine Bryan. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome. And special guest, filling the special fourth chair is the lovely and talented Tristan Riddell. I'll take missing Jeopardy for 500. We are. We're missing Jeopardy. Oh. Why'd oh, you have to bring it oh, up? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, so- I'm sorry. I'm actually the- watching it on my phone. It's <laughs> I believe, I actually believe that you are. No, it's not happening. It's five minutes away from the, I mean, it's not the finals of, of the Tournament of Champions, so it's okay. And, oh, yeah, and what so if we, if we stop in the then? middle of our conversation and then you like, it sounds like we're all different. It's because we stopped to watch Jeopardy. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> really considering it, it completely blanked because we'd never do the show at this time. Anyway, aside from Jeopardy, how how is everybody doing this week? Delightful. Yeah. I'm, yes. I'm I'm pretty good. I'm I'm home Fantastic. alone. My wife is at a quilt convention. She's at an '80s party right now. She's excited. But uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm was, on a was, five hour energy. It's about to wear off. Was so. quilting very different in the eighties? <laughs> Were they all quilting tie dye? I don't know. I'm I'm worried about this party though. This is their first uh, modern quilt convention. I'm worried about this party <laughs> be, because uh, there's a cash bar. Yeah. And okay. also sewing machine demonstrations. So <laughs> I don't understand. So it's like you dance and then you but, drink and then you try to sew like. And, and these are expensive machines. It's eighties <laughs> themed. It, the sewing machines aren't eighties themed. <laughs> so, it, like the quilt itself doesn't have lyrics to "Hungry Like a Wolf" or anything like that, or or what? That's possible. They're all they're all wearing leg warmers <laughs> while they dance on the expensive sewing machines. Ah. Wow, I d- I didn't even know quilting conventions were a thing. We're gonna have to have it's a whole other one. podcast. It's the first one. Okay. Oh. The first modern one. The first modern. I mean, there, modern quilting. There was like not for old yes. ladies. Well, yes. Well, I mean, of course, there was that famous quilting convention in 1488. That <laughs> it was. It went so wrong that they haven't done it again ever since. <laughs> they were scared of it. Yes. All right. So we, we are here on the observation lounge to talk about the week in geeky news. Nothing crazy happened this week that we needed to throw out the rundown and do a special show. But we are here, we're talking about things. There was a, a kind of big announcement, a, a pseudo-announcement, a, a sort of... It's, it's about two steps above a rumor. 
<laughs> so it qualifies to be on the show. Sony did actually go in front of the press and they said things and there was some demonstration. Drew, Drew was shaking his head. <laughs> I was watching, you know, I wasn't watching it, the video. I was like, I'll, I'll have the live stream open over here and I'll do other things. You know, because I want to know. I want to see it. I, I'm always interested in the design of the new consoles. I want to. I want to know what it does. But after an hour, and they hadn't. They they'd shown like half of a controller. <laughs> I was I was That's like, awesome. and we're done. And so then I stopped and I watched X Men First Class. And then I went back on Twitter, and the thing was still going. <laughs> and I, I was am reading, not joking. I was reading a live blog of it, sort of. Kind of, but not even a little bit. And at one point it said, will they give us one more thing? You know, like Apple used to do. And then a couple, like an hour and a half later, it just said no. <laughs> and then the live blog ended. So That's defeatist. what I know about the PS4. A apparently you can announce a console and not actually have the console in the room. Or anywhere well, near the room. this was the question. Like, we knew it wasn't going to come out until holiday. Holiday time. And But they're having an announcement in February. It's like, well, why are they doing it in February instead of just waiting till E3 or waiting till closer? And Sony did not answer that question at all. Maybe they want to why they were the doing PlayStation it. 3 sales for the next several months. Because who's going to go That's... out and buy a PlayStation 3 now that the games won't work on the PlayStation 4? Yeah. yeah. I was so disappointed to learn that. I mean, we figured it was going to be that way, but... I'm so sad about lack of backwards compatibility always. But then they justified by saying, no, you'll be able to buy them in the cloud or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. You can you pay might $5 to... for a shitty version of them. You right. might be able to stream it from the cloud, like online right. and stuff, which is, which is well, interesting. That's thing. And it's, it's, it's a cool idea. Um, yeah. Well, the, the, what they announced was all of these like amazing cloud features because they bought Gaikai and now they can yeah, stream UPS2 games and... You can do a live stream of your game that other people can watch. And there's like a share button on the controller itself, which is kind of cool. And it records I'm sure it'll take you to a complicated screen. So that you can then tweet it. It's interesting. Like, is, is that really... Okay, when I read that feature, I some people are really into it. Like, whether they're on Steam or PlayStation or Xbox, they have to have some sort of social media connectivity. And I just don't care whatsoever when i'm playing a game like oh i just achieved 90 points i need to tell people about it i i never i never really does that matter to you guys the the share well, feature I, I i have been watching what's on youtube it's called hank and Catherine play super mario brothers wii <laughs> which is just this guy and his wife playing super mario brothers wii and recording their audio and the video is just the game so I mean, and these videos have like seventy-five thousand views a piece. So he is somebody's cheating, watching. To be fair, he is a vlog brother. He's not just well, like a guy. <laughs> he's a guy with a thing, so he gets more views. It, 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 it is Hank Green, and he's is a vlog that brother. how you? Is that how you YouTube? You're a person with some stuff, and then people like you. I think. You're a I guess with some stuff. But I mean, uh, there's sure. people that that do this. I mean, um, friend of the show, Chris Hannell, um, his girlfriend. Um, now I'm, and I'm blanking on her name, but she does live streams. I'm sorry, Chris. Um, shoot, what is her name? Now I'm not going to remember it all. But she does live streams, and people watch them. Like she's just playing WoW, and people are tuning in. Like you know, tens of people. This is a thing people are doing. I mean, I I don't know that I would sit down and watch Drew play what whatever he's playing yeah, every night. I I I can see. I mean, 
it's a good idea. It, it's trying to like, uh, like uh, I think I read that you can, I could live stream my whole thing and people could get on their PlayStation fours and watch me and hear me and talk to me while I'm playing like a single player game. It so, so it kind of brings the, the, the multiplayer online aspect even to the single player games, you know, like, Oh, look out behind you up in the corner. It it it'd be kind of like being back in college and everybody watching yeah. me play Final Fantasy Seven. <laughs> yeah, well, like Chris Chris Jones and I are planning on playing the Star Trek game together co op. Um, there might be people interested in like tuning in and watching that. that like people hilarious. who listen to the podcast, <laughs> watch us play. I, maybe I don't know. People people do seem very excited about this, and I can't think of a like a daily use other than uploading a video like i was i did something amazing so i make a video of it and tweet it like that's a very possible thing when, when i read it the when i read about it the first thing i thought of was siri and how we're going to see a lot of people using it right after it comes out and then no one will speak of it again <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i honestly forget that i have siri i'm like oh i'll accidentally push a button i'll be like oh 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 yeah oh i use siri like nobody's business like I use her probably Why? five times a day for uh, adding stuff to my calendar, calling and notifications and timers and things like that. Just like little little stuff. It it works better than it did. It had a problem with Siri where the first like couple weeks it was getting slammed with people, so it wasn't working very well. Now that it works a lot better, I could be using it, but I never got in the habit, and I think most people didn't of actually using it. So I guess that's going to be the the matter. Like, is the fact that there's a share button that all of this is like right there on the controller. They're making such a big deal out of it. Is it going to make it a thing? Or are people just going to play Destiny by themselves and no one's going to care? I think it'll be like it is now. There's definitely a group of people that like watching the you play videos on YouTube of people just, you know, hanging out and playing their video games. I think it still mostly depends on the personality of the person playing and how, how much fun it is to watch them struggle through a game or enjoy playing a game. I think... People that want to watch it will have stuff to watch, and people that don't will forget it exists, and everything will be fine. I do really hope that the next um, Nintendo handheld has a streaming feature so we can watch you brushing dogs in real time. <laughs> I'm having a slight Nintendo dogs and kitties problem. It's fine. <laughs> we'll get to that later in the show. So is, was there anything else in this announcement? They, the controller looks cool. It's got a little capacitive touchscreen on it. Mm -hmm. um, they said you can use the Vita. As a second screen, um, you can actually play PS4 games on the Vita, sort of like you can do with the Wii U remote or Wii U tablet they controller also, thing. They also came up with the coolest thing. It's this thing you like put on top of your TV, and it like has two cameras, so it sees you <laughs> in in real time, and you can like talk to it and control your PlayStation Four. Yeah, I've never heard of anything like that before in my entire life. Can we not talk about how much Star I miss Trek. my Xbox right now? <laughs> Well, Xbox what? Play rolls off the tongue, but like PlayStation, you know, like that, it's going to be hard to get PlayStation it. Play, stop. PlayStation oh, pause. no. PlayStation fast forward. Oh, play. play no. <laughs> PlayStation. You have to say it like the old commercials. <laughs> oh, I miss those commercials. PlayStation, Sega. <laughs> I always think Nintendo. of Sonic whenever I hear that. Yes. Trying to think if there's anything else that they really talked about. Uh, we we don't know what it looks like, which people 
are really worried about what it looks like. I'm not that worried. I mean, I don't even re- remember what the launch PS3 looks like at this point. It was a big, ugly box. I would love to be able to stack it on things because that, that was something nice. that I never cared for. I mean, I've never had a PlayStation 3, but something I didn't care for was the fact that it's like ovoid. And like if you were to put something on top of it, it would just fall right off. I yeah, miss, the PS2 the was really cool. I miss my the, PlayStation 2. The, the PS2 fit in like a an entertainment center really nicely. Yeah. And it looked good. Yeah, oh, man. I'm, I'm actually Xbox playing man, a very so. tiny... I was just going to say, I'm actually playing a very tiny violin for my Xbox right now. And <laughs> how I would almost care about the PlayStation 4 if it was actually just the next-gen Xbox. Well, yes. <laughs> That's yeah. all I want. So that, that'll be a show in... I mean, we're still a couple months away from E3. But Xbox... I mean, Microsoft might feel obligated now to do some sort of announcement. But they could do something better than that. Look, yeah. here's the, here's what it looks like. That's I mean, considering how much Sony's announcement bombed, like people are just hating on him. I don't think Microsoft feels an obligation to come out with anything. I mean, unless they can have a price and show what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think people, I don't think Microsoft is going to feel any obligation. Having, to make an having a controller and a bunch of pre-rendered videos does not an announcement make those games look cool though oh, next yeah, they gen look great but let let's let's never talk about next gen not having like a reason to have it i mean those games look amazing if they i mean if, if they can actually make games that look like that i mean let's remember what the motor motorstorm right. demo looked like and Killzone uh target footage <laughs> for the ps3 yeah uh, whatever I, they called that and and i'm, I'm the, looking at yeah. the detail and stuff and uh these are launch games I mean, if these come out at launch, they look really good. I mean, and look at yeah. launch PlayStation 3 games and what we get now. Yeah. It's only going to yeah. get better. Yeah. And with that it's much RAM the Xbox 4. and all those, I mean, like multiple processors, it's going to be yeah. it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm excited to see what what Microsoft does. I like that Microsoft and Sony will be coming out with their new systems at the same time, so they're a little bit easier to compare the the PS4 isn't as good of a system, but it was, you know, more advanced. So it felt like, oh, well, that's the one to get because it's got Blu-ray and it's got all this stuff. But it turns out Xbox was better. Maybe if they're coming out at the same time, I can make a better judgment call. Or Catherine will just say, we're buying a, an Xbox. That's, that's what, what will happen, do. yes. Yeah. Okay. I've put the hammer down on that situation. <laughs> all right. So the next thing on our rundown is something that Catherine was very excited to, to talk about today. So Kath- Catherine, why don't you take it away? Well, the, the actual title of the rundown is Things Catherine's Excited About. <laughs> I miss things that could be considered news. But what I'm super thrilled to hear is that Hasbro has teamed up with Jurassic Park again, and they're going to be bringing out a new line of toys for us to enjoy for the summer of 2014, just in time for my birthday. As everybody should know, Jurassic Park will be released in 3D in april and they're going to try to have toys out by then as well which is super super exciting man so there's gonna be new toys this year and then toys for the new film next year yes awesome are they gonna have the cool jp logo yeah the tattoos yeah 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 the cutie marks on the the j and the p are connected (laughs) my cutie mark is a jurassic park t-rex yes I love those toys. We, we were talking about when we watched Lost World that how much we loved those Lost World and toys that came out. They all had like a chunk that, that would like come yes. off. Yes. Yes. Like you could Battle see the damage. ribs and everything. 
Yes. Man. Those actually made me really sad because I spend a lot of The Lost World being really angry at people for hunting dinosaurs. And by a lot of it, I mean just every moment of that movie yelling <laughs> about dinosaurs. Vince Vaughn's the hero of that movie. Oh, he really is. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I wasn't when allowed the to collect busy being the, the uh, Jurassic Park toys. Um, because mm-hmm. like I, I like uh, I said, I was like, oh, I want the raptor. She's like, No, no, you're collecting enough action figures and enough toys. Oh. You're not starting a new line. And so I only I'm really got glad the there's no raptor. one in my life like that anymore. <laughs> yeah, there was. This was in '93, so <laughs> we can I was buy all of seven. the things. There was a Christmas where I got a bunch of like all my presents from my dad would usually be themed. One year it was GI Joes, and one year it was mm. Jurassic Park, and I got the the Jeep. The, the the Land Rover, the one that ran along the track. Yes. I don't think I ever had any of the big dinosaurs, though. I had, like, raptors. I had, like, four raptors. I may or may not have owned a giant stuffed T-Rex. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need fancy Hasbro toys. I just wanted to cuddle the dinosaurs. <laughs> I don't know if I even ever had, myself, the Jurassic Park toys. My, my friends did. And I spent a lot yeah. of time, like, in the toy aisle at Target. <laughs> yes. Looking at them yes. and wishing. And they were, like, fleshy, weren't they? Weren't they fleshy? Yes, yes, they were squishy, like, especially in the damaged area with the ribs and the organs and everything like that. Greg, I think you and I had the same experience growing yeah. up. <laughs> I, I mean, I had Star Wars and Star Trek toys, but I, I think, um, similar, like, I, I just couldn't have more toys. And, and that's perfectly understandable from my parents' perspective, I guess. Yeah. I mean... There's a lot of toys that are now just in a room at my brother's house because it's mine and his together, and it's kind of scary. Well, it's like the Toy Story 3 problem where after you see that movie, you can't actually <laughs> give away anything. So you're like, no, I need yeah. that small plastic tree from 1992. I can't. Because it has be feelings. And alone. It has abandonment issues. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why I keep it in the box next to the Christmas tree ornament so they can be friends. Oh. <laughs> So yes, we we will be buying all of all of these toys. I'm expecting next year at least. I hope they come out with ones for the first, well, two movies. I'm not going to say first three movies. Nobody what needs if, a. What if they make Jurassic Park Skylanders? I'm just. That's no, what I was don't. just but going to say. I was just really? going to say that. Oh man! Imagine the possibilities. Skylanders, Jurassic Park. <laughs> well, Activision is doing everything they can to separate Skylanders from Spyro. I. I totally expect them to bring in other things at this point i actually was was looking at 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 my walmart trip tonight i looked at at all the skylanders stuff (laughs) did 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 they have a sonic boom i don't know that's really important actually we need a sonic boom with the little baby no i don't i don't remember series two the the giants one (laughs) no no juror this is really important did they have a sonic boom (laughs) you're not answering the question no i should have taken a picture i'm sorry you should have, you should have taken a picture of all of them. <laughs> no, they released them at different times. Oh, it's oh, it's bad. Um, anyway, we have a chart. It's fine. It, we'll Tristan, right. it's it's a video game that you actually use action figures to play. <laughs> okay, you I put that action figure. I wasn't going to on say a anything, platform. But I was, I'm so it goes inside the thing. video game. It's it's. <laughs> Catherine is demonstrating one for the for the video viewers, <laughs> which is us. Which is just us. Yes. <laughs> if we had actual video viewers, I'd be a little concerned. Yes, that would be scary. Um, and then, the, did you also want to talk a little bit about Jurassic Park in 3D, which is coming out in a month now, and I'm excited. Oh. Well, it, it is mid-April. 
I've I haven't been this excited since Jurassic Park actually happened. <laughs> and maybe it'll make up for the devastating disappointment that was Jurassic Park 3. So bad. Never. Oh, dear. Wow. I I saw what when we saw Hansel and Gretel, we saw the trailer in 3D for Jurassic yes. Park 3D. Really? We might have thrown a small dance party in the theater. <laughs> it was a little bit and I won't lie to you, I I was really skeptical about the conversion, if only because a lot of the effects are from really far away. But it's beautiful. It looks it really good. The trailer looks really good. Have you guys seen it yet? No. I've seen the trailer, okay. but no. not in 3D. Not in 3D. Well, yeah, the, the 2D... It's always weird when I see a 2D trailer for a 3D conversion. It's like, yeah, yeah I know what I'm not gonna, Titanic yeah. looked like. <laughs> yeah, I'm going exactly. to try to watch that. <laughs> now look, it's in 3D. No, it's kind of like how I feel when I'm watching a Blu-ray and they're advertising Blu-ray. <laughs> right. Like, right. I own a Blu-ray player. Right. <laughs> well, it's worse when they advertise Blu-rays on DVDs. And they're like, your 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 movies could be this clear. I'm like, well, it's this clear now. <laughs> right. Me, already, it what looks better doing? if you had a TV and you were... <laughs> that was almost a sentence. Almost. We all understood it. Close. I, they need to take advertisements off of Blu-rays. Oh, yeah. It's like I'm watching the season two of TNG and it's like advertising season one. It's like I wouldn't own season two <laughs> no, unless I already had season one. Is, Trust me. It advertises the next season. So yeah. they're oh, actually yeah, watching... Too. You know, the second season, and for the first time, maybe, and there's ads the for the first third season. The first thing it does. Oh, wait. <laughs> so bad. I, I got upset. I, I put in my Skyfall Blu-ray. I bought, I, I didn't splurge for the DVD, bonus disc, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I just got the movie. Un, you know, like, fast. I had to fast forward through these ads. Like, you couldn't skip them or menu past them. Oh. There were, like, 20 minutes worth of it, including a Blu-ray It was probably trailer. the rental DVD. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those yeah. are worse. Those and Disney DVDs are the worst. Oh, oh gosh. Disney Fast Play is full of crap, is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like my start, my Space Adventure 2009 Blu ray is just awful. There's like so many ads for movies oh, yeah. no one saw. And for the Blu ray of the original series. Yeah. Like, why and would I? What, I have... My original series so has ads for the Blu rays of the movies, I think. <laughs> <laughs> But but I mean, speaking I guess it's good, of, but... of 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 yes. 3D conversions, I read something that will blow your mind. There is in Taiwan, you can buy. <laughs> well, hold on, listen. I'm ready. You I'm ready. can buy the 3D Blu-ray of Doctor No, Ooh. the original James Bond movie, in 3D. Was it converted? It wasn't converted. No, no, I, I couldn't finish my sentence just... in a way that made sense. I was going to say, was it converted by like some small, tiny Taiwanese company? Now, who just were like... here's the thing, is that somebody found it on a Taiwanese website, you know, just the, the cover. Okay. But then somebody else went to Movie Phone and found release dates for an IMAX oh. 3D on Doctor, of Dr. No. I, wow. Like, it's I totally in their see listing of movies. Wow. Is that really something we need? Are they going to go through all 28 of them? That's the question. Let's not. <laughs> I, well, we can hmm. skip Pierce Brosnan anyways, and then... Oh, I would totally go see Dr. No in 3D. I'm sorry. <laughs> I re I, wow. I'm actually kind of excited about this. Just think Sean Drew, Connery. Drew, stop talking. Young Sean Connery. Young Sean Connery in 3D. In he's, 3D. He's like a cat. The chest hair is... You, could pra you can practically taste it. <laughs> 
And then all of a sudden you're just like. No. How about we don't ever think of that again? I'll be okay. I mean, if you had said Daniel Craig in 3D, I would have been listening. Well, I mean. Well, that'll be. But there's no chest That'll be 20 years from now. Well, no. If they if they're releasing Doctor No in 3D, that's a sign that they're gonna shoot the next one in 3D. Maybe. So Probably. that I'm kind of excited to coming find to out. us in the summer of 2022. <laughs> <laughs> At the rate they're going, no, they're, they're yeah. getting this one. This one's no, this one's coming. They're they're getting Sam Mendes back on board. They're just gonna make another one. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, because Daniel. But Craig no, is you guys older. not not so much with the 3D Doctor No. Yeah, I need them to leave classic movies alone yeah. with the 3D conversions. I mean, mm. there's a certain age point I think where you should just not. I'm with Catherine on that one. It's like let's let's bring Psycho or Casablanca in 3D. Vertigo in 3D. There you go. Oh, oh, I don't man. need to see it. <laughs> okay, actually, I, <laughs> I don't see that, that would be awesome. <laughs> okay, I, I, you found uh, an exception to the rule. I would see Vertigo in 3D. Uh... Actually, that Vertigo shot, the <laughs> whatever they call it, the accordion shot in 3D is actually rather cool. Yeah, I've seen it in, in 3D films. So, oh, oh, oh! I thought you meant you had seen Vertigo in 3D. And oh no, I, yes. I totally just worked on one. He totally he got it from Taiwan, and it was amazing. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna do all my Blu-ray shopping in Taiwan now, so that's subtle. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so we're I, I I can see that that maybe it's a little little old to do. I'm I'm still excited. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Well, we do have more on the rundown. Interesting things, Drew. Why don't you take it away with our talk of DC? Okay. Um, ACDC is coming out with an. Oh no! Wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you tease. All right, I, I I skimmed this article. I think I have a general idea in that that there's going to be a new comic book series, believe it or not. But it's going to be about Batman and Superman both starting out at like the same time, and so they they meet up with each other instead of normally when they meet up, they're just like, "You're Batman. I've heard of you. You're also Bruce Wayne because <laughs> I can read your mind, and you're Clark Kent." Did you just do Superman with a Batman voice? You're Batman. <laughs> I've heard yes, of you. Yes, I did. <laughs> Everybody, ever, all superheroes. Why, hello there, Superman. Me. <laughs> Watch me as I fight evil from the dark. I was born in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> they can't actually ever cooperate because Batman can't go in the dark and Superman's really. Uh, well, Batman can only stay in the dark. Superman's really afraid of the dark. Yes, because he's powered by the sun. His disguise is rendered useless. You can't see people in the dark, anyways. The glasses don't matter. It's very confusing to be Superman. I'm 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 interested okay. in this. In this, no, it's really it sounds like um, Smallville, like a sequel to Smallville. If they brought Superman in, like they or brought Batman in, like they kept trying to do, and it just the rights never never worked out. I I would totally read a story of like twenty something Batman and and Superman trying to team up and failing constantly. I'd like it better if they were like the the frat brothers version of Superman and Batman. That's a comic I would read. Just constant Woo. high fives. Yes, heading down to the clubs. Or Batman has to like wear a special gauntlet just to give Superman a high five because <laughs> Superman's high five is too hard. <laughs> I broke my arm again. <laughs> it just sounds like a wacky sitcom. Actually, that's, that's a wacky we're sitcom. Making it into a sitcom. It's like enjoy. the Odd Couple. Yeah, there you oh. go. St- get off of my That's side. Just Stay in the light. 
instead of tape down the middle, there's lights on on one side. <laughs> Superman's like charging up with the sun lamps. Batman's hanging in the corner in the dark. You forgot to pick up the milk. <laughs> I, I like this as an idea for the next film, too. Like, if we're doing a lead-up to Justice Justice League. I mean, Henry Cavill's playing a kind of younger, younger Superman. Like, if we did a younger Batman as well and not did the whole, like, I'm already Batman, I'm yeah. already Superman. Um, I, I could see this working really well in comic book, on film... I'm I'm really excited by this concept. I can never take oh. Superman in jeans and a t-shirt seriously. Um, that's yeah, my only that's problem. Good. Like I could just I, I have a beard block. It. It's similar to Tristan's block. I see mm. him with a beard and I just want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> How does he trim the beard? Why does he have a beard? Does it symbolize his angst? No one cares. <laughs> it's it's like uh, it's like Hancock. He does it with his fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> Hancock was a supre- superior superhero film. One of my favorites. Uh, it was a very good script that got ruined. Well, if you watch all 18 alternate endings, not again, Tristan, come back. <laughs> I almost threw down the <laughs> headphones on that one. Shh. Next time we'll talk about things you like. It'll be fun. <laughs> no, no, you have to piece Hancock together into a film that was good, but it, yes. If you cross it with Pursuit of Happiness, it's an excellent film. If you meld them into one. And eight pounds, if you put them all together. Well, then the sequel is After Earth, of course. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, the sequel to Pursuit of Happiness is After Earth, So, but it starts with Hancock where he gets his crap together, but then he loses it in Pursuit of <laughs> Happiness, and then when he gets the new job, it's like he has to move, and they outsource it to a different planet. Boom. It's a trilogy. I never realized it's the epic Will Smith trilogy he's been working on for the last decade that nobody noticed. It's the stealth trilogy. Not to be confused with the film stealth that did not get a trilogy. <laughs> That's a good point. For which we're all thankful. Yes. So are we are we are we gonna read Batman Superman? I haven't been reading DC Comics. The new fifty two kind of got me into it and then I stopped. all I've been reading comic book wise is Batman DC. Well obviously DC. Um but uh, like just the Batman, Batman the Dark Knight, and Detective Comics. That's what I've been reading. I hear it's been right. so good. It's amazing it's absolutely phenomenal especially they've reintroduced the joker and the creepiest way possible it's fantastic did you have nightmares i had minor nightmares <laughs> i haven't had my- nightmares yet but it's uh it's definitely something that stays there when you close your eyes Oof. so you'll be picking up this uh batman superman comic I, as will, well? I will be trying it um i will definitely pick it up the first couple of issues but i don't really enjoy superman in comic book form I, I, I could never really get into him. I just, um, it just uh, it felt, everything felt too predictable and exposition-y for me. Did, did you try the new action comics? No, I have not tried the new action comics yet. I read the first five and they were pretty good, but they have that problem where he's like in jeans. And if you don't like <laughs> Superman in jeans, it's probably not going to work. But I liked that he was back to leaping tall buildings in a single bound and not, you know, just flying. Okay. No, they're putting him up against like classic things like let's have him stop a locomotive, not, you know, stop Pluto from crashing into Mars or whatever. He's <laughs> I doing. hate it when Pluto does that. Pluto is such a jerk. That's why it got demoted. <laughs> yeah. Scorned. It just kept trying to ram itself into other planets. <laughs> if you do that one more time. <laughs> Neil, Gr- Neil deGrasse Tyson's like yelling at Pluto. You do that one more time. <laughs> I'm going to demote you. 
Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, next on the rundown is something that Catherine again is very excited about. I know that's everything on this rundown. <laughs> this that's is fine. the Catherine rundown, if that's okay with everybody. I got so, a week off, so now it's my turn. So what is Dr. Soren doing these days? <laughs> <laughs> Causing me more terror, basically, <laughs> is what's happening. I I was just sort of doing what I do, which is Google things endlessly on, on the internet. And I came across this movie called Sanitarium, which may or may not be two movies in a movie. It's a little unclear. Three. If you, Three? So isn't it, I think it's like a planned trilogy or something, or is it no, no, a trilogy it's a, within? It's, a, it's an anthology film. Yes. It's, it's three separate stories okay. with Malcolm McDowell what being th- the bookend. It's three films gotcha. in one. My favorite part is, if you if you watch the trailer for this terrifying adventure, Malcolm McDowell is clearly in it, and yes. clearly crucial to the to these films. Not yet listed on the IMDb page. Hmm. It leaves I, I, me a little I, confused. IMDb takes its own time, and people forget it is like the Wikipedia, like it really is. I I don't know how they left him off though. That that is very confusing. Maybe he's on the top of my list. Filmed all of the pieces, but they haven't like because he's like the the bookend. Maybe they they recently did added him to it. Like they shot all of his scenes in like a weekend, and then right. cut it into the film, right? It's actually possible. Yeah. Or it's all just archive footage of unused footage from <laughs> generations. <laughs> <laughs> and Halloween. The sanitarium is a fire in which we burn. <laughs> okay, I, I'm a little confused because a sanitarium, because it has an extra A and not an O, um, it isn't a sanitarium just like a mental health spa kind of deal, like where you just take a mental rest. It's not for the insane. It's for like the depressed and the um stressed out well it is it is now but when sanitariums first started happening it's where you would send like your wives who were who were too sleepy and where you would send people and then the doctors there would be like oh oh fun toys and then things would happen that was always my understanding i know that's not as historically correct as it could be it's because i'm not watching horror movies yes my asylum film knowledge is vast. <laughs> but th- yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't, like, a sanitarium isn't an asylum and it never was, but they're making it look like crazy Honestly, crap goes down. I think American Horror Story Asylum could have been responsible for some renaming. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, that could be. Well, yeah, I, I mean, it, it is, and it's that, that idea. Like, I think it, it's more drawing on the collective consciousness of what a, of what a sanitarium could be than what they ever actually were. Okay. Well, what it's what it's I think what it's drawing on is not how we perceive the people in the sanitarium, but what the people in there mm. are perceiving. Right. The, there's the little kid in in the trailer who sees this figure in black. We're seeing it as the kid would see it, and all of the other people. I don't think they're trying to show us what we would see. They're trying to show us what the people in there are seeing mm. and, and i'm not sure that i want to see what lex luther's crazy dad is seeing <laughs> crazy beardy luther mm-hmm. or louis gossett jr good. or no no who is that guy it's the one guy from uh stargate universe <laughs> oh yes right oh okay lou, lou diamond phillips lou diamond phillips it's <laughs> like louis yes louis gossett i, I never want to know three what names lou, diamond lou something <laughs> 
I'm really just more concerned that Malcolm McDowell will always just starting start talking about his droogs and then just go off on this weird tangent and, and sped up film and no one will have clothes on and then I'll be confused for a long time. A Clockwork Orange did things to me and I, I blame yeah. Malcolm McDowell for that. I'd, so I'd love to I'm meet excited. Malcolm McDowell. Go to a party with him. He, <laughs> he can you imagine amazing. what he would be like? He would just keep talking and talking till you Oh no, I'm told tales. that his eyes his eyes are amazing. They're like this piercing blue. And he will just sit and stare at you and talk to you, and he'll he'll share a piece of his soul with you. I don't want it. I don't. That's I know. the last thing eat I need. Your sin. <laughs> yes. This is just what I've heard when That's I worked hard. in Los Angeles. Your rumor gathering is a lot like mine, where it's based on serious business facts. But, but he's an actual he's an actual nice guy, is what I'm told. He just does creepy really well. On film, so because I'm, when I'm he excited smiles for at Santa. you, you want to weep. <laughs> this is true. Tears of blood. I mean, he's the sort of guy I could see him heading up a sanitarium. Like you drop your loved ones off there, and he <laughs> he smiles at you and says, "Oh yes, I will take care of your uncle Louis." Gossip. And <laughs> and then you drive off, and then he does terrible things. But you you remember that that kind faced doctor? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not good. Not good. Then he takes you to his basement. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> okay, so speaking of horror, well, I guess this isn't technically horror, but Stephen King is known for his horror stories, but we we finally are getting more details about CBS's Under the Dome adaptation. Now, this started out as an HBO miniseries, and now it's been demoted to CBS, but that's fine, I think, so, right? So no boobs, I, then, is what you're saying? No boobs. Well, I don't know. I haven't read the the massive novel on which it is based. Has has anyone on the panel actually read Under the Dome? I got about two thirds of the way through it. I don't even know what it's about. I got so stressed out that I, I just oh, stopped man. reading it. It it's and that's about why a I'll town never the Dark that, Sours, gets, Tower that gets separated from the outside world from by a dome, and just randomly just they're just cut off from the outside world. But like there's a there's an evil like guy who wants to be the mayor and it's just it was one of those things where i could see the bad guys winning and i couldn't stand mm. it and so i just stopped reading it i have it on my kindle <laughs> i just haven't finished it because i was it's just so frustrating because you know in a stephen king book the good guys don't always win and it was the just... good guys have never won oh man <laughs> ever but so it's one of those books with like a massive cast right i mean it's not long because it takes place over like 500 years it's just so many people Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't. So it's sort of happen. like the it's sort of like the stand, stand where it's a pretty it's a vast event, but we're seeing it from a small perspective. But there's roughly thirty five people you have to keep track of. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like the Fire and Ice so I, um, series. Right. I, I, a yes. song of ice. I'm sorry. Whoa. What did I, I, I say? Gonna, yeah. I was just gonna I, let it go. No. I right when I, I, was, I just, was like, that's just not right. What I said. I thought he was talking about icy hot. <laughs> yeah. I, I was very. Lost and confused for a moment. Well, thank you for not just calling it Game of Thrones. So I was giving you points for thank that. You. Like, thank you. That's what I was going actually, for. But I, I actually had to stop and think. <laughs> I think he's talking about Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's why That's why I had to stop reading is because if you don't like every single character, like you only like a few, it's going to be 60 pages until you get back to yeah. something that you like. And I just couldn't stand that. Yeah. Also, I'm interested to see what they do when they put it on TV, because I don't think you can actually have 60 people on a CBS miniseries and have people keep track of it. <laughs> uh, what we're actually talking about today is they, they have cast 
I guess they've, they've cast everyone now, but they have cast Rochelle Lefavre as the female lead that I, I'm not familiar. But Julia, Julia is an important person in Under the Dome. Catherine, you can probably take it from here. Well, she she's not a total unknown. She was really good in, in A Gifted Man, which I almost totally finished. I was going to. It could have happened. She was in Twilight. I don't remember which of the sparkly vampires she was, but I'm sure, <laughs> I am almost sure that she was good. <laughs> yeah. I'm almost sure that she didn't suck. And I'm I'm uh-huh. I'm trying I'm trying so hard to look forward to Under the Dome. Yeah. I'm So far I'm happy cast... that I get to see it. I mean, cuz Amazon Prime is getting it 4 days after it airs. Like CBS yeah. is nice. trying the poking their finger in the streaming video <laughs> pie. We're just we're just letting that slide. I mean, wrong words. Um. <laughs> Amazon Amazon streaming instant streaming yes technology <laughs> under the dome. Take it from here, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> under the dome is is a book that they're making a show. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's, I, well, Catherine, I think you were trying to say that they, they've they've cast nobody really exciting in this. Uh, they've cast they've cast some people that I've almost heard of. <laughs> I, again, I'm trying yeah. to have. And excitement. it's coming out so soon. Like it's coming out in June, and they've just now finished casting it. Like, what are they doing? Like, is this? It what? might be. Lo- they might be turning it into like a show and not doing a miniseries. Like They're they not did being with Colorado clear. Kid. Or like Haven is a Stephen yeah, King like Haven. show that uh, has been happening forever. I missed yeah. it. My problem with Stephen King adaptations is that trying to censor anything Stephen King related will just lead to hilarity hours of nonsense because they have to cut out so yeah. most the of it. The stand miniseries but, is hilarious. Here, here's the oh, one it's thing. Bad. It's so funny. <laughs> the the one thing that Under the Dome has going for it is they've given it to Brian K. Vaughn. Now Brian K. Vaughn is the guy who wrote Why the Last Man and and Catherine I's latest exception just saga um he also worked on lost for like a season and a half before just leaving because he was sick of it uh but he's he's really good in tv as i know from his episodes of lost and he's really good at comic booking so i'm i'm excited because of that this isn't they didn't just give it to you know somebody just a studio hack they gave it to somebody who was in geek circles somebody who loved the the source material so if anybody can do it right i'm giving brian k vaughn at least uh, what do you call it? The the, the benefit, benefit of the, of the doubt. doubt. Th- thank you. Do you know? I'll take um common phrases <laughs> for five hundred. Do you remember what season of Lost he did? He was like season, like late season two to season three. Oh. I think they brought him in to try to like write the ship, and then he did, and then he left. That, that was some of the best seasons right there. Is one through three, and then and then they then they rammed it into an iceberg on purpose. And... Shh. Yeah. We can't talk about it. <laughs> this issues, yeah, our lost rewatch. That's going to be a thing someday. I don't know if I can. Do we watch have to do again. season two? I again? don't know if I can watch it again. I think the girl and I are doing a best of rewatch, like skipping the ones. Yeah, that's like, yeah. That's that's what we're going to do. We're probably going to skip most of season two. Oh, I like season. two. I think it's going to happen. Like, 
skip a lot of season one, most of season two, and then really just pick it up in season three. That's when the show like gets good. I'm gonna do the Desmond Hume rewatch. Oh, I I disagree. Ooh. I like one and the three. Daniel Faraday rewatch. <laughs> If I were to watch Lost again, I would just do it to keep track of the questions that never no. got answered. That's a bad yeah. idea. Man, on the Blu-rays, at the end of each episode or the end of each disc, I can't remember, they they, po- they uh, pop up the questions on uh, on a black screen of, like, will... <laughs> of will sadness? De- yeah, like, it's, it's really questions <laughs> that never get answered. It's like, will Desmond find this? Will this happen? Will this happen? And it just makes you <laughs> nope. even more pissed off because you're like, no, they won't because I've seen no. it before. <laughs> they want meta- they want answers, Jacob, not metaphors. That's what I've learned from Lost. <laughs> I, I actually like Lost. Okay, we're not, we're not talking about Lost today. Maybe we'll have a Lost show at some point in the future along with our Battlestar. People don't like endings of shows. This is a thing. Can we do an X Files show? Yeah, I'll do it by myself. Never mind. No, I have to. No. I just have to finish X Files, and then we oh, can Tristan. totally. I'm a huge, okay. I got all the seasons right here. I did. They're nice. far away. Oh. And Drew picked up Boy Meets World at Walmart. I saw on Twitter. <laughs> no. He bought all the seasons. <laughs> Almost. This is the happiest I've ever been. See, that's a that's <laughs> a news? show that I want to see again, but I don't want to spend money on. <laughs> you know it was like, like 10 bucks for two seasons you know it's not it's not bad yeah that's not bad it, it should be on netflix though that's, and i, I hope they the commentaries on are excellent this oh is, yeah. yeah no i'm not even joking the commentaries are my favorite thing about boy meets world <laughs> i talked to writer strong on twitter about the boy meets world commentaries <laughs> once that's what i'm trying to share in this moment that's how i felt about firefly like i was just so entertained by those commentaries sometimes <laughs> yeah. those were better than the episode Okay, so we were talking about Under the Dome. <laughs> what? Which is coming out in June. But oh. I, I, we'll see. I'm excited. It's hopefully going to not be pushed back till fall and become a series, but actually be a mini series in June. We'll see. I, I'm hoping to be excited. I hope the ending of Under the Dome doesn't suck, which I've heard it does. I don't know. I didn't get to it. So, <laughs> But maybe they'll just change it. Maybe Brian K. Vaughn will just, will just BKV it all and just fix it. <laughs> All right, so the next thing, which may be the last thing I'm going to run down, depending on how time goes, is about the best Jeopardy contestant ever. Of all time. Of all time, yes. My yes. My, my personal hero, Leonard <laughs> Cooper of Little Rock, Arkansas, who is je- the, the teen tournament Jeopardy champion to end all teen tournament Jeopardy champions. Yes. He, he won by being bad at Jeopardy. <laughs> I hope everyone watches the video provided. Yes. Yes. And enjoys not only his hair and demeanor, <laughs> but his complete lack of knowledge. Yeah. Well, that leads him to win. This is another name for the clavicle. I don't know the thing with the the, the collarbone, neck, the necks, the neck bone, neck bone, collarbone, <laughs> neck area bones. Yeah. That, I. He won so much money. <laughs> he won more money than I'll ever have. <laughs> I just can't. It's it's such a good video. We we the so this was the second half of the teen tournament final that got preempted by the State of the Union address, which I I much would have rather been watching Leonard. <laughs> I don't think we even watched State of the Union in the end, but we watched the first half, of the and then State we had to Union? find out what happened. I didn't. Later. I didn't believe in Leonard. I really thought that no, no. anyone else would have won. Yeah. <laughs> anyone. Did else. you guys watch the video? It looks like you mm-hmm. did because you're. Yeah. 
It's just worth. I don't even know how we can discuss it on the show. It's just a video <laughs> yeah, without people need to it. watch. Yeah. But everyone needs to know, so we're gonna discuss briefly. Yeah. Stay tuned. I mean, it's not very. He's... It's not a very long video. I mean, thankfully, it's not you know the whole yeah. episode. It's just the highlights. What do you mean, thankfully? Thankfully, it's not the whole episode, and it's just the, the, the whole episode of Jeopardy, which is a wonderful show. Not all of us feel the need to watch. torrent Jeopardy. So, <laughs> <laughs> whoa, that was said. In confidence. Wow. And you just let it... Who invited you? Oh. oh right there. I, I am oh, a guest. I'm sorry. And you should treat me like a guest and <laughs> offer me a warm beverage. I'm sorry, Cupcake. Next time. Next time will be different. Thank you. Oh, dear. <laughs> anyway, we, we missed Jeopardy for this podcast, so I hope you guys are happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really it's a it's a good show, guys. I don't know why you you're why you're dissing on Jeopardy. There was an Oscar Wilde category last night. It was good. That's all I'm saying. Yes. I thought I'd throw that in. I don't know. Why. I was going through. I think yeah. I think it was Hijinks and Sue, and they have the Jeopardy comic where Watson's on, and the categories are like <laughs> what it feels like to love. Well, so I, I sometimes talk with the Jeopardy champion, Ken Jennings, on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he had that, you know, he he won a whole bunch, and then Watson was on, and Watson won a bunch. And then they had the, the Jeopardy where they played against each other, and Watson totally creamed Ken Jennings. And then that news story came out about Watson curing cancer. <laughs> so I just at replied, Ken Jennings. So Watson's curing cancer. What have you been doing lately? And he replied, your mom. <laughs> oh, no. Burn. Burned by a, a, a Mormon <laughs> Jeopardy champion yeah. on Twitter. Oh, he's Mormon too? That makes it even better that yeah. he said your mom. With a your mom joke. <laughs> As he's not drinking yes. caffeine. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, it was good times. Good times. Anyway, so Jeopardy is wonderful. We are, yes, we are reaching the time for the staff meeting. Um, amazingly... Our ship, I don't know if you noticed, but it's been gloriously remastered in HD. So you can actually see the carpet. Um, you can, we can look into, into each other's eyes. It's amazing. Look at the colors, like, popping <laughs> on the uniforms. It's actually getting to be a little too much. Like, somebody turned up the saturation. I'm actually, I'm starting to get a bit of a, a headache. This is, <laughs> Catherine's wobbling. Oh, my God. Okay, we need to make this stop. How can we stop the HD remaster? Drew, Drew, what can we do? You can, you can actually go out. And and support your local theater. Oh oh, as and you know if you're in the Indiana area, you can you can come to to Bedford, and you can you can come see me play Snoopy, and you're a good man, Charlie Brown. <laughs> I paid good money to be in it, so you, you might as well enjoy it. <laughs> I've seen the Snoopy costume; it it is adorable. <laughs> uh, it also is what I'm going to be doing for the next two weeks so i don't think i'll be able to make it and then i'm going to a wedding so it it's going to be a while before I, I rejoin this is, you this is the saddest day How, however will we replace you i don't know you have to have find new not guest co-hosts no that's fine <laughs> I, I already got somebody oh, okay <laughs> so where what what is the theater that we can see you as snoopy if we it's, are in indiana it's the little theater of bedford Aww. That's just charming. That is it's charming. little too. It's really small. Aww. Like, get your tickets now because it's there's this only living like room. twenty seats. 
<laughs> well, I do hope someone will be videotaping it and putting it on YouTube I for those not. of us who aren't able to buy tickets. Because no, okay. I really want to relive the magic. Or just don't want to drive to Indiana. Well, that too. <laughs> be a long drive. All right, so the, the the saturation appears to have been dipped down a little bit, but oh, oh, shoot. They gave the remastering to a different company, and now the blue screen is really badly done. There's a lot of DVR. Everything looks fuzzy. Oh, my. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, Catherine, what, what can we do to, to make these visuals a little less fuzzy? Well, while we're on the subject of delightful and adorable things, uh, my, my pick this week is definitely Nintendo Dogs and Kitties. That's not what it's called. <laughs> it's called Nintendo Dogs and Cats. It's, I, I haven't actually bought it yet, but I downloaded the demo. And I, I played through all 10 allowed plays in under 24 hours. <laughs> it's great. The graphics are really adorable. They're really cute. The gameplay is actually really fun. They use the camera and the microphone, which I don't think any other 3DS games have managed to integrate yet into the same game. I'm trying to justify my love of this game. It's not <laughs> really working, but it's adorable and charming and puppies. The end. It's a, it's a 3D virtual dog that you can brush. <laughs> And teach tricks too. And teach tricks. So it's yes. a, yeah. an expensive Tamagotchi. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Twenty dollars at your local retailers. I'm just saying. <laughs> Twenty dollars for like one of them because you can buy you the don't get all the edition, breeds. the Labrador edition, the Shih Tzu edition. There's a, there's at least six editions just for the 3DS so far, and then there's been more in Japan. I love how the the cats. Like it's always it's always done by the dogs, but then the cats it's just like and then there's like a brown cat, and then there's like a, there's like a, a a gray cat in this one. Well, Actually, like in the demo, like you're playing with the dog and it's like doing stuff, and then you're like, well, where's the cat? And it's like the cat's just up on a counter and it doesn't care. It's actually my <laughs> favorite part of the game is you try to get to the it. cat's attention and it ignores you. That's real life cat ownership. I'm looking forward to it. All right, Tristan. We, we've gotten we've gotten the visuals working well, but they appear to have swapped out the the model of the Enterprise <laughs> with a CG, and it doesn't it does not look right. It just doesn't feel like they right. didn't get the nacelles right. There's something wrong with the stretchy effect. I, we really need to get that model back in, Tr Tristan. What can we do? Well, um, what I've been doing is I've been doing an epic Red Dwarf rewatch. Ooh, and. Um, now that I'm done with the Super Bowl, I have more free time than I know what to do with. And so <laughs> I've just been doing that. And um, I got to Red Dwarf 10 today. And I was super angry that it wasn't on Netflix. Because um, it just came out last year. I, I can't remember when in 2012. But someone snuck them or sneaked them. I don't know. Um, onto YouTube <laughs> in full HD, full episodes, no commercials. <laughs> And they Ooh, haven't been wow. taken down yet, um, so yeah, I've just been I've been watching that, and uh, uh, I've been trying to expand my palette as much as I can. And I watched a Korean film called um, Doomsday Book, and I was really excited about it because it's it's three acts, and one is about a the first act is about a zombie apocalypse, the second act is about a robot who achieves enlightenment enlightenment and thinks he's Buddha. And the third one is about uh, a girl ordering something online, and it's really from an alien website, and brings a meteor in the shape of an eight ball hurtling towards Earth. And that sounds all like wicked crazy fun, but uh, it was actually kind of disappointing. But the, all oh, the ideas were really That's the movie cool. that Netflix thinks I need to watch. Really? Yeah. It's always first in my recommended on Netflix. Like, if you want it, like, 
if you want to say that you've seen it, just watch the second the second act with the robot who thinks he's Buddha. Um, but be prepared to be preached at by every single person in the in the segment. Um, other than that, it, you know, it's a good concept, but just poor execution. Oh, very interesting. So, so two picks from Tristan today. Yeah. I hope those are in the show notes so we can put links to both of them. Very cool. Of course, you all are wrong, and, and, and this is not working. We've actually now been edited into a feature-length production, and there's no commercial breaks, and everyone's exhausted because they keep talking, and there's no time to rest. Guys, what you need is Fire Emblem Awakening. Now, I, I know I know, Catherine already did a 3DS pick. We've been talking about video games a lot recently, but I, I had to actually go out and get my own 3DS. I did get the pearl pink 3DS. Yes, hold your applause. <laughs> And I got my own copy of Fire Emblem, which is a turn-based strategy game. I don't know if you guys have ever played turn-based strategy games, mm-hmm. but they're, it's, it's like really high-tech chess. And, you know, you've got guys that you move from place to place, and they have different attacks, and, you know, this beats this, and this doesn't do this, and keep your Pegasus lady away from the archers. <laughs> don't talk about her right now. I'm, so... I'm fine. So, it's the most infuriating game I've ever played. It's pretty infuriating, because, well... If you play a classic mode, when your people die, like you have a lot of people, but like they can die and then they don't come back. And you get attached to them because there's like a really deep storyline going on as well. And yes, there's also a casual mode, but that's casual mode. And we're not going <laughs> to. So we're playing on the easiest difficulty and we're still like force quitting all the time because we just keep losing people. It's one of the hardest games I've ever played, especially on a handheld. I really recommend it. If you have a 3DS and you haven't picked it up in a while, Drew Stewart, Chris Jones, go <laughs> ahead, pick up your 3DS, get Fire Emblem Awakening. It's $40 on the Nintendo store. You might be able to find it in stores. It's really hard. It's a really great game. There's like 40 hours, 40 to 60 hours of gameplay in it. It's a soap opera going on for the storyline about epic magic things. And there's a really great turn-based strategy game at the core of it. Fire Emblem Awakening is my favorite video game I've played in a long time. And the 3D is absolutely gorgeous. Oh, yes. Uh, on a system where the 3D do sometimes just turn it off, but this really brings you in. There's little effects. There's like ash in one level, and you just think it's just in front of you. It's amazing. I downloaded the demo. Oh, good, good. That, that's what got me into it. That, that's what made me run out and first buy the game and then buy the actual ds the <laughs> so. first mistake you will make is downloading demos onto your yeah. 3ds and then you have no money oh it's <laughs> how it's gone <laughs> thus far for me personally all right well i want to thank everybody for for being with me on this week's episode of the observation lounge uh, if you guys want to talk about where we can find you on the internet drew you can you can find me on on the twitters at double oh five you can find me uh, on other Trek FM shows randomly. And uh, <laughs> you can find me on Cinetropolis.net, where I write with John Rain, who was complaining that no one mentions him in podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Drew. And Catherine, where can we find you? I can also be found on the Twitters under Hawkeye Poet. Very good. And Tristan? Uh, you can find me on Twitter as well under uh, at the insane robin and you can also find me on a star trek voyager show called to the journey with laurie sears and charlene schmidt now is that a voyager show i i, I really need to watch voyager sometime <laughs> <laughs> yeah if if you haven't seen voyager this might star be a disappointing wars voyager? podcast 
<laughs> no, it's uh, the Voyager Facebook that was made comment. in the 80s. It's... Oh. Oh, that Voyager. Yeah, yeah, that one. The sequel to Red Dwarf. Yes, okay. that one. Ah, I see. And, of course, I can be found on the Twitters as well, at Greg Harbin. That's G-R-E-G-H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N. All right. Well, thank you all for being with me. We'll see you next week. Bye. Meeting adjourned. Coming up next is the Magic Flute, followed by a schoolhouse rendition of Romeo and Juliet Part 2. Sorry. All right. I could, I could do NPR.